Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. It's a scandal. Mm-hmm. I mean, today's vintage scandal really comes to us courtesy of David Cassidy. No kidding. Because this was on both GMA and the Today Show. I don't know if CBS covered it. And it is because there's a show that is going to be airing on A&E on Monday. And let's roll the audio we have for, or you don't have it? Donnie? I'm double checking here. I don't know. (sighs) He made a stunning. Give me me 30 seconds. Confession. Um, He did. And so I really wanted to get it from um, Good Morning America today, even though I think Holly did mention it that, you know, a few weeks before he died um, in Mm -hmm. November of 2017, Mm -hmm. I guess it was maybe in that summer, David Cassidy. when did well, he? Was it like nine it months was, before yeah, he died that he said is, he had dementia? Yeah, and um, he went on so much. I Dr. Dr. Phil. Phil. He was on yes. Dr. Phil. We played the audio. Yes, and, and so um, David Cassidy wanted to do one last album. But he went on saying yes, he, he had dementia. Yes, he did. We're missing the biggest oh, key yeah. part of he the did. story. He told everyone that he was leaving the business because performing. performing because that performance, he'd done something maybe around the LA area and he was kind of forgetting the words yep. and stumbling. And uh, uh, it was, you know, he said it was dementia. And you and I had introduced him on stage at least. 2005 maybe no it was it was the year after we started on the air oh, so, so 15 years ago yeah. because it was the same night Casey got in his motorcycle yes. accident no time for chastity we're off, off to, to see, see Cassidy. Cassidy and we introduced him on stage at, yeah, at I was there at, Grand, at, Casino at, at Grand Casino Malax and he was so together and delightful delightful and, and, and sounded and amazing. good and we all had good satin show. on mm-hmm. and he was really pookie went. My friend yep. Babs went. It we was just so like, much fun. It was amazing. I, um, and then he played like two years later, and Pookie and I went mm-hmm. at the Fourth of July Taste, thing, of, Taste of, Minnesota. of Minnesota. Yeah, I remember you saying that he didn't know where what he was. city he was in. He, hello, Iowa. That was it. Yep. <laughs> and Pookie and I got backstage, <laughs> and I mean, not that I really expected him to remember me, but we introduced him on yes. stage that night, and we did have, I mean, he's met hundreds of people, so I didn't... But we had interviewed him once or twice on our show as well, Laurie. Yes, you did. Yeah, so yeah. So he should have kind of... Well, I, yeah, I guess I, I you know, I, I David Cassidy at one time had more fans than Elvis and the Beatles. I know. Okay, so I, I didn't say anything about, like, that we'd met or whatever before, but he was... So out of it, and I thought, oh, he's like, uh, you know, he's taking pills and, or something. I thought maybe he was mixing pills and booze. Okay, okay, he had that 
feeling about him that, you know, he didn't necessarily look red eyed like he was stoned or anything. He seemed just more slurry. And then after that, he kept getting DUIs. Yes. Kept getting DUIs. Yep. He got a DUI. All right, I have the audio. I was looking in the wrong place. I had it all along. All I don't right, know what well, I was so doing this there. is Sorry what GMA, that. because this uh, this David Cassidy, the last session will premiere on Monday in A&E, mm-hmm. and uh, the dementia story, well, here we go. Admission is shocking. David Cassidy told the whole world shortly before his death that he was struggling with dementia, saying it was, quote, killing him. But that wasn't the truth. In this secret confession, he admits what ultimately took his life. You know, I I did it to myself. It's the stunning admission from a once teenage heartthrob. I did it to myself to cover up the sadness and the emptiness. Actor and singer David Cassidy, star of the 70s That's hit show The Partridge like Family, really? revealing just six weeks before his passing last year that it wasn't dementia that led to his death. And the fact is, I lied about my drinking. There is no sign of me having uh, dementia at this stage of my life. It was complete alcohol poisoning. Cassidy revealing this haunting first-person account in this never-before-heard audio tape, recorded by a producer of an upcoming A&E biography special and first reported by People magazine. I have a liver disease. My life has changed dramatically. I was unconscious and near death. His family believed he'd been clean since a 2014 stint in rehab, which was the result of a series of DUIs. This is a really shocking revelation. For years, it said that he was sober and indicated that he'd been working on his sobriety, but in fact, he was drinking right up until the end. He even went on a media tour shortly before his November 2017 death, announcing he had dementia. What was the first symptom that you noticed? When friends of yours or family members begin to say to you, remember I just told you this two days ago, and there is no memory of it. Mm-hmm. That's when I began to uh, be very concerned. Cassidy now providing perhaps one final gift to the world, posthumously, a lesson. He's the ultimate example of what happens with alcoholism. People don't have to die this way. And his death doesn't have to be in vain. Now, the producers of this documentary, they really struggled with whether or not they should release that particular audio. They didn't want to exploit Cassidy, but they came to the conclusion that Cassidy, he was honest about what killed him. And they felt his legacy would be best served by releasing this audio. You can see the entire documentary, David Cassidy, the last session on Monday, June 11th on A&E. So he pretended to the world and friends and family that he'd stopped drinking in 2014. And he knew he was going to die. Because they, of the, he had this liver disease. Yeah, you keep drinking, it will kill you. And, uh, you know, and part of alcoholism or part of any addiction is lying. You, you, you know, the person who's addicted, you're just not honest with people. You tell people what they want to hear. Sure. This is like taking it really far in. And he had this confession to the A&E people. Yeah. He'd been going in. Um, and talking to them because what was he recording a well, tribute was, fa- uh, album to his father? Yeah, to his late yeah, father. A bunch of very and sort he invited, of mellow tunes. He invited the documentary crew 
to chronicle his journey of doing this. And so he told him this like a month before he died. Yeah. He fell gravely ill unexpectedly during the time he revealed to his producers that it was alcohol. Yeah. And he passed away like a few weeks later. Yeah, that's what I mean. And um, in this documentary, you're going to hear about never before heard audio tapes from 1976 where footage, personal anecdotes. You're going to hear interviews with his like long friends, Alice Cooper, journalists and publicists, some different people from, you know. See, buddies with Alice Weiss. Yes. They know each other. And um, it's so tragic to go and paint like i have i have dementia because and instead of yeah i guess well he was telling you he was trying to get all the stories yeah you know and remember his wife divorced him after that dwi arrest like in 2014 and get sober and you know and it really is just like the the addiction is so real and and so that yeah he made up that story so he could, he would just keep drinking. Exactly. Yep. So he could just drink. Yep. I I've never heard then, anyone do that before. To oh, that. and I know I but know so publicly. You know. No, we never have. I, I don't. Not just, that we know of. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't tell on themselves, so exactly. they take it to the grave. So, boy, but to I, go out and say I have dementia. Yeah, and of course he was. You know, wasn't much acting for him to say he didn't remember what someone said the day before. Because if you're you're drinking blackout, drink, you know, right. you're yeah, drinking sure. that much, you don't you don't remember. Yeah, made it, he made it believable. That's just sad. It's so sad, and his organs failed. Yeah, that's what happens yeah. when, you, when your liver doesn't Is work. Is that what happens? Yeah, if you if that's what people with chronic alcoholism, their their liver, you will you will die. Your liver shuts down. You can't live. And it's not a pretty. No. When your liver doesn't work, you know, I mean, you can get sores. And I mean, there's just a lot of just, it's really, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess you, you can't be, I can't, you could never be mad at David Cassidy about that. It's Mm. just, it's classic alcoholism, Mm -hmm. addiction Mm -hmm. behavior, and it's still a tragedy. And part of me, I, I just, I'm, I'm so glad that he, I'm glad that he fessed up to. These. I think so too. Yeah, I, it's kind. Of, it's just so unusual, but really, he's, he's shedding a light. I mean, yeah. he and 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 he did act in the Partridge Family, and he did act. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he was being a, a rock star, even though he didn't like it, and he knew he didn't like it. But I he mean, was on a play, the brothers' play on Broadway with his brother. I mean, remember when the brother? He talked about how much he loved that. Yes, he wanted the craft of acting. But I mean, when he think about it, he's twenty two years old. He's selling out arenas to all these uh, uh, legions of teenage girls and having the largest fan club in history. But in real life, he was this like. Uh, hippie who liked to you know loved uh, Jimi Hendrix right. he loved grass he he felt very constricted by his bubblegum yep. image and that's when he decided to do the Annie Leibovitz photo shoot for Rolling Stone the one that they called Naked Lunchbox mm-hmm. um which um he did tell Rolling Stone in 2006 he thought it was a very good piece um and you know even more controversial than the text was you know New David Cassie lying on his back in the grass, just the barest tuft 
of pubic hair visible mm-hmm. just below his navel in the headline, Naked Lunchbox, because he was on all the lunchboxes. Mm-hmm. And he said, I didn't tell my management I was doing that. They went insane. We shot it at my house, and Annie Leibowitz said, people always ask me, where's the picture of his penis? And she said, I never shot that far down. Jeez. He implied that he wanted me to perform some sex act on him. I didn't get it at the time. Then I realized he was just asking... You know, can I get some help? Because he's probably just like really wet, you know, just a noodle. And he thought it was going to be like that there might be a picture of him. And, you know, like the old fluffer. That's what I was going to say, the fluffer. Yeah. 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 So anyway, but the fallout from that issue, from that 1972 Rolling Stone, David Cassidy said later was just seismic. Coca-Cola pulled their sponsorship. Oh, really? Of a David Cassidy TV special. The network suits went ballistic. Oh, really? And David Cassidy had to flee to Hawaii all because of that photo. And he got in big, big trouble. And Annie Leibovitz said, she said, in retrospect, I've always felt sad about that. But he, when I would run into him, he always thanked me and said he'd moved on because he said he desperately wanted to get out of the show and he sort of um, took his own professional life by posing for that photo to get out of the contract that ended the period of his career, that cover. So he's, he's been, he's done like that, Mm -hmm. you know, he did that to end his career. So this probably felt like nothing to him. No, I, I mean, you know, just that in that he was deeply unhappy. It's, he said, I did it to myself to Mm -hmm. cover the sadness and emptiness. I lied about, my drinking. I'm a complete alcoholic with yeah. liver failure. Yeah. Wow. Well, so I'm the glad. album is Songs for My Father, mm-hmm. is that he did it. If you hear. Are these songs his dad sang? No, his dad wasn't a singer. Or the, the songs maybe his dad yeah. like. They kind of sound like classics. Well, I think you can kind of hear maybe the effect the alcohol had on his right. vocal cords. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what the album's about. All right. Wow. So, but I mean, I didn't know if you knew that. That I mean, he went to the extreme to do that, and that like now, who would even clutch their pearls at no that? But would. 1972, that that was everything. I mean, yeah. he got dropped by everybody. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be back. Time for a favorite.